views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And it is so absolutely wonderful to be connecting with each and every one of you. Uh, what a great, great day this is. I want to thank all of you for what you do, for saying yes to the lives that you are leading right now. We've got a fabulous show uh, for all of you today. Gail McMeekin is joining me here today, author, uh, creator of the 12 Secrets of Highly Creative Women. And this is a series. We're going to talk about what her journey was like. You know, what does it mean? to be stepping out into the world and to think about yourself as successful. You know, what are some of the challenges you are confronted with on a day-to-day basis? How do you move beyond them? And most importantly, how do you step forth in your life and shine? You know, all of us are called to shine. That's what we're, we're here to do. It's, it's really our birthright in so many ways. And so today we get to talk to Gail about why this is important for each and every one of us to know and understand and what it is we can do to live a life that radiates with success and the energy of abundance. Gail, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Oh, it's fabulous to be here with you too. Uh, you, you know, this is, um, you know, for me, I said that uh, part of what I like to do on the show is I love to talk about the journey that people have. You know, I love to talk about, you know, what does it mean to to be a, a, a incredible author and speaker and, you know, collecting women from all over the world and listening to their stories and then sharing their success. What has this journey been like for you? And what are some of the challenges and obstacles that you personally had to overcome? Well, it feels like a sacred journey to me. Yeah. Uh, People talk about, uh, oh, isn't it really hard to have written uh, five or six books? And I keep saying, no, it feels like an incredible privilege to do that so I really love the process and I love interviewing women about their stories Uh, what got me started on this journey was uh, a while back when I was 35 I got chronic fatigue syndrome I had a huge private psychotherapy practice I was doing outplacement corporate consulting all these kinds of things and I came down with chronic fatigue before anybody knew what it was yeah, I get it. Believe yeah. me, this is starting to sound like a little, you know, snapshot of our little parallel path here. Uh huh. Yeah. So everybody, the doctors all thought, "Oh, you're depressed because you haven't had children." I mean, they had more theories. I kept saying, "No, no, no. I'm too tired to walk across the street to the grocery store and walk buy groceries and walk back." But anyway, ultimately found um, the right doctors and have been well pretty much ever since. But what happened in this process of stopping and not being able to do all that corporate intense work and and my therapy practice, which had gotten really out of hand, was I had this creative awakening. All of a sudden, I'm buying design magazines. I started uh, taking expressive arts classes. 
I actually created my first product in my pajamas, which is an <laughs> audio tape called Positive Choices from Stress to Serenity, which people still buy today. And all the workshop people kept telling me, would you please put this on tape because I keep forgetting. So I created that first product with meditations and so forth. And then slowly but surely I kept taking classes and, and I got to study with George Prince here in Boston who... Uh, created Synectics, which has been a corporate um, creativity company, and I got to participate in the only class he ever did at his house. Uh, he since died in his late 80s. And one of the most valuable things I learned was that creativity is about making mistakes, and that just blew my mind. Having grown up in a family where you had to be really careful to try not to make any mistakes and to actually understand that creativity is about experimentation and making mistakes just was phenomenal. So then I started researching creativity and reading books and watching PBS shows, and I got really ticked off about the fact that it was all about men. They might mention Martha Graham or a couple of other, Elizabeth Blackwell, a couple of other creative women. And I thought, where are the role models of sane, healthy creative women who are successful, who are passionate about what they're doing, who are making a living at it, and what's different about these women. So that started the journey for my first book, The 12 Secrets of Highly Creative Women, was to really identify the 12 steps towards empowering yourself as a creative woman and to share the stories of these other women in addition, which is why I fought for the subtitle, which is A Portable Mentor. I wanted a book where people could... Open it at any point and be inspired. I love that. And I love that you had to fight for that because that's the journey of, uh, that you go down with, you know, going to editors and so forth. Right, right. Yeah, because it, it, and it's so often I, I hear this where, you know, people you know, say I had to fight for my title or I had to fight for my subtitle. And, um, and it is, it is such a, an act of courage to know very clearly what's important to you and what's not important to you. And one of the things you talk about in the book, um, and and correct me if I misquote this, is uh, you know, I think you call shame a creativity murderous and fear yeah. as well. Shame and fear. I, uh, interesting, uh, interesting little bedfellows there, aren't they? Yes, the, they the, are. the shame and, and fear. It's almost like growing up as a kid and watching tag team wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. that's the sense I get when you say that. It, you know, talk a little bit uh, as to, you know, how they are, how they do kill our dreams. Well, I talk a lot about inner saboteurs, which are, are things like perfectionism and <laughs> um, uh, hesitation, fear, procrastination, all those kinds of things. But for so many of us, almost everybody has a story of some time growing up where they were shamed beyond belief. Um, or a creative idea or a creative thought, you know, like a kid saying, you know, doing an art piece and and, uh, he makes the trees purple. Okay, we all all know trees. Most trees aren't purple. Um, (laughs) But but to, um, you know, cut this kid off at his knees, you know, stops the the creative process of, Gee, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, there's so many other approaches. I was a school counselor for a while, so I used to work a lot with teachers about, 
hey, you know, how can we um, allow them to do their own thing but also, you know, learn math or, or stay on track? But what we're really here to do is, is facilitate their personal growth and their empowerment and their self-confidence and let them know that there are lots of different ways to do things. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about is, uh, you know, the excitement that you discovered from, you know, embarking upon this, what some people call, you know, this mystery miracle that we call creativity and in, you know, what to feel the juices flow. And, you know, the reason that I'm asking you this question is because, you know, so often I, I think I hear when I interview, so I've done over 6,000 interviews and I, and I hear people talk about their lives. But then when they talk about what they call their purpose and their passion, mm-hmm. you know, they light up. Uh, right. And I want to ask you about that in the creative journey because, um, in, you know, I think it's, it, it's so helpful for people to understand that we can allow ourselves to take time to be creative, and it is related to what we're going to do in the world. Oh, absolutely. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're all creative. It's not just writers and artists and musicians. Everyone's creative. People uh, figuring out uh, financial plans, people uh, designing buildings or what have All of that's creative, um, trying to, to coax a two-year-old in a grocery store to not scream and yell and throw food. That takes a lot of creativity. And women often forget that even if they've been out of the workforce, they've been doing a ton of of creative things. So it's really about making or inventing something new, but it's about putting our own spin on something. We all have the software, but what's happened to so many people, women in particular, is that it gets frozen in time, and they don't identify themselves as creative, so they... They sometimes um, will say things which breaks my heart. Oh, I can't read that book because I'm not creative, which just right. makes me want to cry. Right. And so that's been part of my mission is to let everybody know that they're creative and to help them pick their best ideas and develop them, which is why one of the groups I do is called Manifest Your Jewel of an Idea, where I take six people, and it's kind of like a think tank for three months where we work with their creative ideas and use my focus model and and get them in great form and get them ready uh, to get out into the world. Um, and again, the gremlins show up and fear show up and and sometimes when people get really close to manifesting what it is they want, I have a woman now who just, the goal was to have two clients by the middle of February, she got them and now she's huh. terrified. And yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, when we start making things happen and beginning to understand how manifestation works, we have to work through our fear. And for women, it's what's going to happen to my relationships? How are people going to think about me? Am I going to turn into an obnoxious, um, you know, narcissistic personality? There's all kinds of stuff that comes up. Is it different? Is it different, Gail? Is it different for men than women? I mean, you know, this is really interesting. Actually, I've done 6,000 interviews. The first time that I've heard anybody say, you know, women dot, 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 uh, right, to, mm-hmm. to make a distinction. Have you found a difference between what men are afraid of and what women are afraid of? Oh, absolutely. Uh-oh, absolutely. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know because it then, is. Because then we can can heal it. Most men do not have this um, 
accommodation kind of pattern where we're always supposed to be pleasing people and accommodating and we can't offend anybody and and this fantasy that everybody's going to like us all the time we really have to get rid of because it's not true and when we put ourselves our real authentic selves and our creative work out into the world somebody on Amazon's got to write something and, and say you know this is garbage Actually, one woman wrote, the best thing to do with this book is throw it in the trash. But that's fortunately, I have like a hundred other great reviews. <laughs> <laughs> but it's shocking when that happens, and you have to realize that we all have to sort of find our own tribe, our own people, and not everybody's going to go down that path. And for many people, when women are taking risks, starting businesses, writing books, uh, directing movies, whatever it is, there's a whole group of people out there, I call them sort of the ain't it awful group, you know, who are going to tell you you're crazy and you're taking too much of a risk and why don't you just go back and get a regular job. Right, exactly. I still ask me when I'm going to get a real job. Ten ten years later. (laughs) Right, right. And the the world of work has, has totally revolutionized and I keep telling women that Really, your best security is to think of yourself, even if you're working for someone else for a period of time, to think of yourself as a company. And maybe you're going to do a gig with Fidelity Investments for a while, or maybe you're going to do a a gig with a photography group or a theater group or something. But you still have to factor all that in into how does this further me in the world of work, because women are living a really long time. Um, a lot of women don't have enough money saved. They often outlive their partners. And so they're finding something you're passionate about and good about and learning how to make deals and negotiate for yourself is going <clears> to <throat> save you as you move into, um, you know, midlife and, and later life mm-hmm. to have a skill set that's marketable and that, that feeds you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one I'm going to talk about when we come back. Very special guest joining me here today, the 12 Secrets of Highly Successful Women, Gail McMeekin joining me here today. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, what it is that might be a stretch for women but is so absolutely important. You know, what, it, what do women have one of the hardest times doing? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Gail about that and How do women feel about money? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her Pay It Forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough of your something. Lots of things I can't get used to. 
Transformation Talk Radio is designed to attract people like you and like me. Millions of people across the globe are looking to up-level their lives. If you have a message and want to take it out on Transformation Talk Radio, make sure you give us a call, 1-800-930-2819, or send an email to host at transformationtalkradio.com and get ready to host your own show on one of the fastest-growing transformative networks in the world. Transformation Talk Radio. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. What do the masters want to say about well-being, about their lives, about the world? What is it the masters say that we are called to do or be? Simply to believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in hope. Believe in God. Believe. Just simply believe. And the rest will follow. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about Gail, um, I want to send you to our website, creativesuccess.com. Uh, creativesuccess.com. Um, you're going to be able to get a copy of the book there. Uh, she's got videos there. Um, she's also created, um, you know, the, uh, I, well, it's just go there. You'll see the Creative Courage cards and so forth and so on. Uh, lots of information about her book, why it's so important, you know, for people like me and like you to understand uh, that being inspired is, you know, is a birthright. That coming into this world and taking creative moments and time is really important. Uh, despite what is going on in your world. And, I, and, Gail, thank you again for joining me here today. I, I actually want to talk about that. Before the break, what I was saying is, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, women absolutely have to learn how to do um, in order to be successful? What have you found out? What are some of the – what are your, what's on your top three that you discovered and maybe were a little surprised about that um, people say, that folks, uh, women have said – attributed to their success. One of the top ones that's so important, and gee, I've been having conversations with women all week about this, is learning the art of self-focus. Because if we don't tune into our intuition, our creative ideas, if we don't spend time writing them down, exploring them, experimenting with them, uh, it's, it's not going to happen and we're not going to be able to do what we want to be doing. But we have this type E woman paradigm that we all learned, which is everything for everyone else first, so that so often um, our own work, even if it's our own business, is at the bottom of the list because we're dealing with this and that and so forth. So we have a lot of trouble setting boundaries. And for many women, it's really hard for them to see their work as a business and to recognize that, Yes, they may be, be dealing with 
family and, and so forth, but they really need that time on their own and with other uh, supportive uh, colleagues to do their own creative work and dig deep so that they know what it is they're supposed to be doing. So that's number one, and it's different from narcissism because we all learned as little girls, oh, don't be selfish and you need to share and, you know, all that jazz we learned. Narcissism, narcissists are people who are totally self-absorbed, don't have good relationships, don't take care of the people they're supposed to take care of. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the ability to get away from everything and focus on what we need to focus on. Actually, one of the women in my um, jewel group right now, she's got five kids and guinea pigs and all sorts of stuff, corporate wife kinds of things, and she just took off. She decided after one of our first classes, she said, I'm just getting out of here. She took off and took a plane to Florida, booked a hotel, stayed there for four days, and wrote 14 stories. Wow. So it was what she she needed to do. So we really do need um, to learn how to get other. And the other thing that's so important is women tend to try to do everything themselves um, because they figure somehow they will do it. And many of our mothers did a lot of things across the board and, and maybe didn't hire people to clean or do the bookkeeping. Or right, right, right drive kids around to all these activities or what have you. Uh, I mean, actually, when I grew up, we just used to play in the backyard. We didn't have all these. Right, you know, exactly. We didn't really, you right, do. you didn't have social media, you didn't have smartphones. Yeah, and you didn't have, you know, kids in activities, you know, every day after school for four hours and then five hours of homework and, you know, the whole thing that's going on is really crazy. So part of what we have to dig out um and I interviewed Sidra Stone, who's um, done a lot of work on the inner patriarch, is we need to to dig out all of that stuff we learned from our mothers and our grandmothers and our aunts and so forth. Like I remember one of my first dates, I went to play tennis with this guy, and I was not a good tennis player, and he was. My mother said, now make sure you let him win. Not that there was a chance that I could win. But I said, why do I have to make him win? She said, well, I'll make him feel good about you. And I thought, oh, okay. But it's that kind of stuff that, that we learn that's still getting passed down from different generations. And so a lot of us have had different role models. A lot of us went through the 60s where we rebelled against all those role models. So we started acting like men, and now at midlife we're coming back to claim our inner feminine and so forth. So it's really important. I often have women write down, what are all these beliefs that you got or role models that you're trying to live up to? My grandmother, you could eat off her floor, honest to God. And there's just no way that's that's happening for me. I and know. So, yeah, I, my no, grandmother I, too. Yeah, exactly. So we have these images of how we're supposed to be as women. And when we begin to stake a claim on our creative life and our business, we have to let go of some of those because mm-hmm. it's impossible. So women set themselves up with impossible expectations and then the fear takes over and then their creative project or their business, you know, falls apart. And, wow. you know, there are challenges that come up. I mean, actually right now my husband just had knee replacement surgery. We're oh, having all wow. kinds of Pain management issues. I'm set. I have two 90-year-old parents. I'm just set up a whole medication plan for them. 
for the pharmacy, and now they've decided they don't want it. So, I mean, we all have right. periods of time where, you know, we're, we're being stretched and, and so forth. But we need to really take care of ourselves, and we also need to be still. I hear this from women all the time. It's like a battle cry. I just need quiet. I just need to hear my own voice. I just need to get away from everything. I just need time on my own to really tune in into what I want. And the third thing is learning how to take positive risks, which I, and the word risk means to sail around a, a cliff, which I think is a great image because you don't know what's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. And um, it could be good, it could be bad. So we want to take calculated risks so that we have some idea of what's around the corner. And, um, and we know why we're doing it, and we feel very grounded in our intuition that this is our right next move, and even if it doesn't work out, that um, it's going to lead us to the next step. So the other thing that women have to learn is that failure is part of a creative life. You're going to get rejected. People aren't going to understand what you're doing. You're going to be ahead of your time, all these things. We need to learn how to fall down and get back up and not put the novel in the closet for five years or never try to sell an idea again because we got rejected. So we really have to develop, you know, Eleanor Roosevelt talks about, you know, the skin of a rhinoceros. And it doesn't mean we're any less kind, feminine, and so forth, but we do need to get tough about, okay, I have a client now who wants to get into this art club, and we're strategizing about how we're going to get her in there, and she's a fantastic painter and so forth and so she's got to develop these skills of strategy looking at what everybody else did to get in and which pieces of artwork are going to work and how her artist statement needs to be because the difference between the starving artist creative thing the myth that we have to drop down right exactly is is to learn how to do the business you're in there are lawyers that make a lot of money. There are lawyers that make no money. There are artists that do extremely well. There are artists that, you know, barely sell anything and don't have the money to buy paint. So what I've been trying to teach women is is how to break through those barriers and to really claim their power and do the things that need to be done that are in alignment with their intuition, their values, and their talents. Well, one of the things we want to talk about when we come back from break is how to take those talents out into the world. In the world we live in today, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? You know, uh, women out in the world starting their own business. You know, what are some of the things that um, my very special guest today has learned and how to create profitability? Yeah, what is the money conversation for women, women, successful women, What is it they say yes to? What is it they say no to? Let's take a short break, everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, go to thedrpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about money, honey. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Some talk networks broadcast whatever they want to, whether the vibration is high or low. Others tune in to the highest vibration possible. 
to help people live life full out. These networks don't come along very often. But when they do, they remind us that we can achieve everything that is possible to help ourselves, to help others, and to help the planet. Hello, everyone. I'm Sue London. I'm Karen Hager. I'm CJ Liu. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. These networks aren't concerned about sensationalizing bad news. They aren't concerned about sensationalizing individuals' setbacks. Powerful, inspiring. They focus on an amazing, innovative broadcast network. You can learn a lot. That helps people rise up. That helps people become empowered. Empowered Living Radio is where you can find it. That helps people say yes to standing in the abundance and amazement that is their lives. The urge to grow. These networks remind us that everything is possible. Let us inspire you. That nothing is limited. Epic social change. That our lives are much more than anything our minds would hope us to believe. Overcome those challenges in your life. These networks help us rise and shine to the occasion of our lives. True empowerment. Transformation. Talk radio is one of these networks. Transformative radio show that will change your life. Won't you join us? Join us on Transformation. Talk radio. Don't I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough of You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. What do the masters want to say about well-being, about their lives, about the world? What is it the masters say that we are called to do or be? Simply to believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in hope. Believe in God. Believe. Just simply believe. And the rest will follow. Transformation Talk Radio is designed to attract people like you and like me. Millions of people across the globe are looking to up-level their lives. If you have a message and want to take it out on Transformation Talk Radio, make sure you give us a call, 1-800-930-2819, or send an email to host 
at TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to host your own show on one of the fastest growing transformative networks in the world. Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Gail McMeekin joining me here today. I would love for you guys to go check out her website. Talk about creativity. Um, amazing. Go to creativesuccess.com. Creativesuccess.com. Beautiful, 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 inspirational uh, graphics and products and just a, a ton of information for you uh, to learn how to become a highly successful woman. Um, Gail, thank you so much for joining us here today on the show. It's really oh, I, I love it. By the way, I wanted to mention if people go to my website, they can click on it'll say free ebook and they can get an ebook I wrote called The Path to Creative Success, which talks about goal setting, procrastination, uh, learning how to be self-focused, a lot of the things that we're talking about. And it's a great workbook to go through and, and do the exercises. Um, and it's free. Oh, very cool. Thank you. Go to the website, Creative Success. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the top right-hand corner will say free ebook. Got it, because I'm right there myself. Um, so there's this... <laughs> There's a pop culture song that came out, and maybe Chad knows more about it than I do, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, and it says you got to have the money, the money, and, it, you know, you got to have the bling, the cha-ching, right? Right. And, you know, singing this song, and I, I think there are women that sing this song. Actually, I thought it was Nicki Minaj that actually was singing, was part of that, but I'm not sure. Oh, that um, would fit. <laughs> that would <laughs> But, you know, she's a great example of somebody that, uh, a woman in a profession that is, oh, so very male, right. to come out of the gate, and it's like, Nikki who? Mm-hmm. And, and then all of a sudden, what is it, like two years, maybe three, she is a judge on American Idol. I um, know. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. But this is the conversation about um, success and money. So this is what I find very interesting about about this. And I wanted to ask you what are some of the what are some of the things you learned? What are some of the lessons that women have learned about money uh in terms of integrating it into their success formula? Well, it's really interesting, particularly with people um, in uh the helping professions, nursing, therapy, all kinds of things like that. Um has been really needing to learn how to think of their work as a business and how to how to recognize that they need to ask. And I find women, when they um, interview for jobs or they go for a contract, they have a business or they go for a contract, um, they often don't know the rule that, of course, you ask for more than you expect to get. And, of course, you ask for expenses and benefits and parking spaces and whatever all. And you need to have a strategic plan to do that um, because men do that routinely and, and nobody thinks anything of it. But so often uh, women will go into a situation, they just want, the, want it to work out. But the old expression, hungry people make poor shoppers, mm-hmm. puts us in a bad situation. So we need to learn to ask 
for what we deserve. We need to know what what the market will bear for um, whatever kind of work we're doing. In other words, what are our competitors making if we have our own business and how do we price it out? And I often have women, when they're pricing proposals, to double their time because women tend to underestimate how long things take and then they end up wanting to do a good job at completing the task, but they stopped getting paid like a month ago. And they're still, <laughs> they're still working on the project. So That's for, fascinating. Yeah. What you just said right there, that is incredibly fascinating. I, I'm really struck by it because I've stepped into that pool of water many times myself. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah, is such, it's an too. incredibly valuable uh, tip um, right there because... We do it time and time again, and we just don't fi- we don't figure out right away what we just did. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and and we don't um, often because we set it up that way. Um, we're often afraid to go back and say, you know what, um, I didn't realize we were going to have forty five rewrites on this or or what have you, and and I need to to renegotiate the contract. You know, I'm committed, but here's my documentation and. And um, things happened that we didn't talk about during the negotiation, and, and here's the evidence that we do have a right to go back. They may or may not say yes, and we have to make, make a decision, but we do have a right to go back. So one of the things that really gets women, and this has been a hard lesson for me to learn as well. I grew up in a, everybody has an MBA. They're very financial. I'm kind of the odd person out, you know, <laughs> I'm a therapist and a coach and a writer and, and all that. And they've been working for big companies and all kinds of stuff. So I know as a child there was all this financial talk at the dinner table and so forth. And I just tuned it out. It just wasn't interesting to me. Um, and that wasn't such a great choice. Um, and I find that financial things are particularly interesting to me when there's a story attached to them. And I can see uh, what's happening with somebody's business. Um, so I, I do work with a lot of women about, are you getting paid for this or um, is it worth it? Are these your clients? Do the, can these folks afford to pay and so forth? If you want to work with these folks, you may need to work with some other folks to balance it out. But what's striking, um, and I, I've been guilty of this, although I'm now on QuickBooks, thank God, but of women not knowing what they're making. You know, they'll come in and say, well, I've been doing this, blah, 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 and, and I'll say, how much are you making? And they, they don't really know. They've never calculated. They may do their taxes and get some insight once a year, but they don't know exactly how much their website's costing them and if it's worth it and what's the return on investment and learning how to do Google Analytics and so forth and seeing if you're sending out a newsletter, who's opening it and what right. links are they clicking on and, and what works. And so for a lot of us who are kind of right-brained, um, developing these left-brain skills, it doesn't mean we have to do, I mean, I, I'm not going to do my, my own taxes, but I certainly have a greater appreciation for um, what happens um, and what costs money and what takes a lot of time that you don't get paid for. Because we're in this era now where there are all kinds of opportunities for us to express ourselves either on social media or I've been writing articles for the Huffington Post or what have you, and we do all these things that we don't get paid for. I get interviewed by blogs, and and that's all well and good, and I love doing that, 
um, and it feels like part of my contribution. But we have to also look at, okay, if I'm doing that all, all the time and I'm not working on billable projects, you know, I'm going to not make enough money this month to pay my right. staff. Right. So it's hard to focus on money because we all have baggage from our families. And yeah, you think we do? Yeah, right. and from the church and all that kind of uh. stuff. So there is a way that that um, women have this culture of, um, uh, somebody said to me the other day, um, I went to see my psychiatrist and I was kind of upset and she spent an extra 45 minutes with me and, and didn't charge me, isn't that great? Well, I wow. happen to know that this woman does this a lot, um, which is one of the reasons that she's overwhelmed and it's not that we don't make exceptions at times. But if we do that as a practice of um, constantly going over and giving, giving, giving and not taking care of ourselves, um, then we're not being true to our business model. And I find women do different kinds of business plans than, than men unless they're, they're going up for funding. Um, but tracking, uh, one of the things that I have clients do and I do myself is track on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be a fancy um, sheet, it can be an Excel spreadsheet, it can be a piece of paper, it doesn't matter. What comes in and that that list reminds you of, okay, how much money are you actually making and where is it coming from? Right. And are you spending enough time? If you have a business, we know that the the thing that kills a business is not marketing the business and not getting enough clients. And for most people, if you get enough clients or projects or contracts or whatever, right. um, then you're okay. But if you're not continually building relationships and going after the big things that you want to go after, that, um, you know, you're not going to have the income you want. And that we need to watch our expenses um, and watch our need to take care of the people who work for us. I mean, I get, for years I used to hire students and then I, because I do career coaching work, I would you know, figure out who they were and what they needed to be doing. I'd coach them out of a job. I remember my husband kept saying, would you stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> just get somebody good and, and you tune them into their passion and they're gone. So then I started hiring virtual assistants and other people who that's what they want that's to be doing. That's yes, their job. Right. right. That, that a, is their job. Big it's, revelation, yeah. It is. It's kind of fascinating, though. But I think we really do that. I mean, it's fascinating to me what I found is, and very fortunate and grateful, you know, I love the idea of bringing interns in. And mm-hmm. and what I discovered about them is that, first of all, they're in the profession, and they're really amazing. You know, any right. of the interns from the Institute, Seattle Institute, Art Institute, just amazing. And years ago, what happened, I discovered is that, you know, the internships, these folks come in in their last whatever, and they don't really have a job. And mm-hmm. so I don't mind grooming them for a potential job here. And almost in almost every occasion when we've had a phenomenal intern, you know, they've turned into employees, even if it's for a short time, like maybe three, four years, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. They have turned in to invest. As a matter of fact, Jessica, you know, is working with us now. And there's such a level of appreciation and growth that people can experience. 
Um, but you're right. There, there, it's interesting to even explore how do women staff their 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 business and how different is that we're going to take a short break when we come back we're going to talk about things you can do right now things you might be um, you might want to be aware of how do you navigate yourself around the world of social media what you should know and what you should do stay tuned we'll be right back with the show Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and you're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Please enjoy the music while we reconnect you to the current show programming. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Transformation Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, and you're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Please enjoy the music while we reconnect you to the current show programming. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Transformation Talk Radio. Sometimes you get a little rain. Sometimes you feel a little pain. No one that we need to blame. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and you're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Please enjoy the music while we reconnect you to the current show programming. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Transformation Talk Radio. out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought. Because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. 
And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to your life. Um, <laughs> Information about us, go to the drpatshow.com. And yes, look, when you go to the website, um, you're going to see a whole different color scheme. Pretty soon you're going to see a whole different website. But one of the things we've did, we did is we started to move towards, um, the logo that we're using for my personal website, um, uh, patbasili.com, uh, also for transformationtalkradio.com. Um, We've moved that logo, uh, uh, to, to our, to our website. So, um, we want all of you to not, uh, click away from it. It really is the Dr. Patchell website. <laughs> and yes, the colors are profoundly different, but have some fun there. We've got a lot of cool things planned for you. Um, we are also starting, um, a video campaign where all of the listeners are going to have an opportunity to participate. We're going to post your video on Transformation Talk Radio and we'll tell you a little bit what the theme is about. We'll be at the Northwest Women's Show. We're going to be also walking around. 20,000 plus people are there. We're going to be asking people about, you know, what does it mean to shine in your life? Who are the people that have helped you? We're going to create some really cool things from it. Today, I'm talking to another really cool woman, Gail McMeekin, who has done a lot to help women understand that shining is their birthright. Success is our birthright. And she has really captured some of the tools and secrets that are so important to us that many of us have learned the hard way. Why? Because we didn't read her book. Uh, Gail, great to have you. Welcome back. Uh, really cool. I want to take a minute to just, uh, again, have you tell people how to find out more about you. Yes. Um, my website's creativesuccess.com, and I have videos and all kinds of products there. Uh, on the site, books and so forth, articles, um, and there's a free ebook called The Path to Creative Success, which is loaded with tips on getting going on, on your creative goal. Um, I also have a contest right now on Facebook, and my Facebook page is Creative Success with Gail McMeekin, where if you like us or if you've already liked us and you share, uh, this contest with your folks that um, we're offering for uh, this month, um, we'll tally it up at the end of the month, uh, two free 30-minute coaching sessions with me. Uh, and Facebook has been a great uh, p- place for people to get to know each other and so forth. So we often do these, these contests to get people motivated. So uh, click that on, Creative Success with Gail McMeekin and uh you may win. All right. Thank you very, very, very much. Let's talk about, if we could, social media for a minute. Yeah. 
you talk about it in your book. You give people some great, very, very great tips. And I want to talk to you about this, why it's important. Um, and, you know, what is it that women do uh, in social media that works? And what is it we do that doesn't work so well? I think the first thing is that we need to, to be honest with ourselves about which one of the platforms resonates with us. Um, for example, I don't really love Twitter. I do post things to Twitter, but it's not my favorite uh, medium. So I, I do kind of a minimum on that. Um, I really love Facebook, so I'll focus on Facebook. Pinterest I adore, and a lot of creative people are using Pinterest, and Pinterest is growing really fast and so forth. And LinkedIn is, is kind of a standard thing that we do. But there's Google+, and, and there's a couple of others I just got invited to. I really encourage people, try to pick two or three and develop a strategic campaign for those. Don't try to join every single one that shows up or you're going to be spending way too much time on it. And you need to be thinking about connection. Who do you want to connect with? What do you want to share um, that's going to make them want to connect with you? Uh, You need to follow through on on people who contact you you that you want to be in connection with. But we have to be careful. It's it's a little bit of a slippery slope. You know, uh-huh. we can we can start in the morning, uh, you know, uh, friending people and responding yeah. to things and so forth. And you know, before we know, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. I know. And we haven't done our work. So I've been telling people, um, and this is kind of my new model. You know, in the morning I check my email to make sure nobody's canceled or there's not an emergency or. What do I need to know? And is there anything I need to respond to quickly? Then I put it away, and then I um, spend my morning focusing time, journaling, um, going over my to-do list, what are my top three priorities, asking myself the question, um, do I really want to do that? Is that going to give me what I need? Is it going to generate some income? How much time is it going to take? All those questions, those analytical questions about, is this worth is this the best use of my time and am, and am I passionate about doing for example radio I love doing radio uh-huh. and um, that's you know a no brainer I always say yes I really think it's fun but there are other things that that you have to say no I really can't do that right. so on social media I think we need to to be and sometimes we have to segue it that we have a personal page where we talk about what's going on in our family and our friends and so forth. But if we're going to use a a business Facebook page, which is a wonderful tool, particularly for people who don't have a website, um, to put up a lot of great information, put up articles, uh, post your blog posts, ask people questions, try to get a conversation going, and um, post things that are interesting to the group that you're trying to attract. And it's not for everybody. Um, so you need to really be thinking about who are your clients, who are your colleagues, who are the people that, that you want to be having conversations with. And I always ask people to think about this question. Who do you want to talk to all day, and what do you want to talk about? Right, wow. And where are those people? And social media is a way to interact with people in Australia and all over the world and, and have broad reach, uh, but we we need to be strategic about it. We don't really want to be posting, you know, I had a tuna fish sandwich for lunch unless it's imported <laughs> right. from Japan and and you can give everybody this amazing website to go get it. Right, right. 
Well, you know, this is really, I think you really said something really important, and it really is about time management. Um, and, and at some level, part of this is, you know, what you talk about in the book, is making sure we do take time for creative projects. And I, I am really like everybody else. I will go through a 12-hour-plus day some days. Yesterday was the day from I don't even know what I want to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a business and you own a network and your server crashes, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, exactly, and and then you find out when you call in for support that you're no longer an executive account because, you know, you don't have enough domains anymore. It, you, you know, it's one thing after the other. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to ask you about this because... We have to be able to stand in success despite what's going on in the outside world, don't we? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and we need to realize that that things like that happen, that, you know, Mercury retrograde supposedly only happens a few times a year, but in our world of technology, it happens way more than that. And yeah. <laughs> that we, we need to have um, contingency plans and we need to not have ourselves so overbooked and overscheduled that, that we can't even enjoy the things that we're doing that we love to do and, or that we have no slack if we have a crisis like that. And we also need to, to develop relationships with people we can call to say, this is happening, you know, how do we, how do we fix that? Um, right. And we also need, you know, women need women. We also need people to call up and say, oh, my God, you can't believe what's happening to me today. Because right. that right. helps us to just talk about it. Right. They don't have to fix it. You just want them to listen for five minutes about how totally unreal what is happening is and, and just vent that out to get rid of the stress. I agree. I, Gail, thank you so much. Uh, it's been a fabulous conversation. Thank you for all that you do and being such a shining light in the world. Thank you so much. Oh, and thank you. And, and uh, it's wonderful all the work that you're doing as well. So I think all of us light workers huh. have lots. Lots to do and lots of ways to support each other. So let me know how I can be helpful to you as well. Oh, absolutely. I want to thank everybody out there for tuning us in, turning us on, and remember that, you know, you have everything, everything that you need inside you. Sometimes some of us need to just get some tools, and that's what Gail's book is about, getting some insight, uh, the 12 secrets of highly successful women. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time on the show. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 